because we about to talk about it. Uh, we got uh, 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 a special guest in the building. Uh, I got my man T.O. Hardiman here with me. Yeah. Uh, what's up, T.O.? Talk to uh, uh, say some. Um, uh, 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 no. To the people. No, I'm good. I'm glad to be on WVON with my man Jamal Green. This is a great opportunity to have some serious discussion about a, a real hot topic. Man, so it's, 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 it's a hot topic, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've been a part of Ceasefire. You've been a part of telling people uh, uh, a couple organizations you've been a part of tackling violence. Well, I'm the former director of Ceasefire, Illinois. I actually have yeah. a theme song now called Mr. Ceasefire. It should be coming out. Uh, Brother Slick sang the soundtrack for me. Uh-huh. Okay. I got a rapper named Black Howard who's doing the rap side for me. And then also I'm the president of Violence Interrupters Incorporated now. And I'm also an adjunct professor in the field of criminal justice, restorative Good. justice, corrections, and juvenile justice. Good. And understanding gangs in Chicago. And I ran for governor twice. This is not political for me tonight, though. You know, I just want to mention that. Oh, okay. man, ain't no yeah. problem. Yes, sir. We, we, can, we, can, we can get political. That's I, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a political guy. <laughs> yeah, man. I forgot about that. Really? Right. Yeah. This guy. I'm a political right. guy. Right. Yes, yeah. All right. A lot of people mad at me. That's fine. All right. So, listen. We got this hot button topic, man. I got Crime Chaser here for me yes, just for man. a little while. Crime Chaser. No snitch. No snitch here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, listen. Um, you got some commenters in, in the building, T.O., that, 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 that's showing you love, man. Right on. All right. So, listen. How do we? We got a 15% clearance rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15% clearance rate. Right. In, in the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, where and, and what that means for everybody that's viewing is um, they're only solving 15 percent of the murder. So you got an 85 percent chance of getting off uh, or getting away with murder in the city. Mm. Um, and it's in single digits if you survive. Right. And you can call and be a part of this topic at three, one, two, three, seven, four, eight, one, three, zero. Now, so. The question then becomes, we blame the police, right? We say it ain't enough detectives. We, we hold them accountable because they ain't doing enough work or they got too much of a caseload. Mm-hmm. But then they turn the, the, and point and say, no, y'all pointing, y'all look at that thumb pointing back because y'all won't even talk with us mm-hmm. to, to tell us what's going on to solve these shootings, mm-hmm. right? So the question is, and, and I'm going to just throw this out here to start this conversation, when is it okay or when is it time to start telling on the shooters, even though we know them? We know the shooters in our neighborhood. We know them that's staying in our houses. When do we start putting them up and say, all right, yo, we got to, to snitch. And then, you know, we fear for our lives. You know, tell us about that dynamic. You've been on the streets uh, trying to uh, uh, tackle violence. Right. How do, we, how do we solve this without people, quote, unquote, snitching? Well, J. Ma, I have to be honest with everybody tonight. It's hard to solve it, number one, okay? okay. I was just on WGN News tonight because 51 women have been murdered in Chicago since mm. 2001. There appears to be the footprints of a serial killer in Chicago right now yes. killing mm. women. So let me say this to you. The, you know, right now, CPD, this is not T.O.'s words. The Department of Justice came to Chicago. They conducted an investigation on CPD, and what they found out is that CPD is one of the most corrupt police departments in the United States. So if you think people are going to work with CPD and tell them people that's going to be hardcore but i'll go on the record and say this much to everybody listening if you kill a baby in front of me i'm going to tell on you okay i'm talking about me and i'm not saying that for me i know hardcore gang members in chicago if you kill a baby in front of them they're going to make you turn yourself in to the police right there's different levels of working situations out Mm -hmm. the thing is if you're involved in the street lifestyle and you totally involved in it it's not your job to rat your brother out in that regard because you're involved in all that stuff. You know, if you're involved in the street lifestyle, that's what you do. That's a code that you have to – there's a code of silence in Chicago, okay? 
The okay. code of silence from Mayor Rahm Emanuel all the way to the police department and to the streets, Jamal. That's why it's hard for people to tell. Even what I'm saying right now, if I see somebody shoot a baby or a young lady in front of me, yes, I'm going to stand up, but people are going to get mad at me for that. That's true. Yeah, They'll they call, call you a snitch, right? Yeah. Come yeah. on, Carl Chaser. I'm going to ask you the same question, Jamal. Jack. Baby considered what, 16, 14? No, a baby, What's a baby I'm considered? About, a baby is considered uh, anybody 13 and younger. Okay. 13 and younger. Nobody should be getting killed. Don't get me wrong. Right. But the thing is, nobody has faith in the criminal justice system. Mm. People right. can go, look, I'm on the streets. Right. I see the faces of the mothers, the faces of the brothers that want to speak up and then end up getting their brains blowed out. Right. I know a guy that got his brains blowed out by somebody else, you know, from the streets right. because he was perceived to be somebody that's going to tell on somebody. Right. Ooh. See, you know, people shoot, ask questions later. Yeah. See, if you're in the field that I'm in, straight talk now. Yeah. You cannot be afraid to lose your life. Exactly. Because you're playing games with the people then. Real I'm talk. just being straight up with you. I Real walked talk. the streets myself in three-piece suits. Well, not two-piece suits, not three-piece. Whatever it is, I walked the streets. <laughs> and I'm for real. People know me, but I'm the only reason I'm saying this to you, then I let it go. Mm-hmm. I know hardcore gang members that do not want to see no babies being shot. Yeah. Seriously. And I've seen Latino brothers in the gangs that have forced their guys to turn themselves in when they shoot a baby. Mm-hmm. And I've seen black brothers do it as well. That's just my take on it. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to just dominate the whole conversation, but I just want to no, put no, that no, out there. No, 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 no. Keep talking. Ta- I'll keep it going then. Because yeah. Yeah. I know you're way more experienced than I yeah. am. I've been in the streets too. Uh, yeah. Question is, if a young man, whether Latino or black, go out there, uh, to shoot at a rival gang member mm-hmm. and winds up shooting a child, mm-hmm. not on, on accident, you know, mm-hmm. so right. it wasn't intentional, but they was trying to hit their target. I'm not saying shooting in a car with a car full of people, but mm-hmm. he was literally shooting at a car with this person that they wanted, but so it happened a child was walking by. Okay. Right. So what, how would you perceive that case? Well, though? that gang has to deal with that. Right. So you have to understand, too, on the flip side, you have a lot of informants out here, a lot of stool yeah. pigeons mm-hmm. out here already. Okay. The, the police don't need a lot of stool pigeons like far as people just to come up. People are already telling on each other, Jay Ma. Yeah, you can arrest 40 people right now, or 38 media, of them telling them before they media. get to the station. <laughs> yeah. So let's quit playing games. People telling anyway. When I used to run ceasefire, the mayor gave me $2 million. Right. And they wanted us to be informants. I said, no, we're not going to be nobody's informant. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just being straight up with you. My word is bond. And my integrity means a lot to me. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. point is this here. They still gave us the money, and they still tried to get me to say this or that. One day they had me down to police headquarters with the jumbo screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They say, well, Tio, you're not giving us no names. That's not in my contract to give you no names. Right. Because you, are, you already have enough informants. Right. See, that's the problem. And then tricking mm-hmm. goes all the way back to the slave plantation. Yeah, Nobody wants to talk say. about that. You're going to yeah. talk about yeah, that? Yeah. Or I'm going to let you handle that. No, man. no, 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 no. We're going to go. Come on, Janella. Right. Come on. Talk right. about no. it. All right. Talk so, about it. Right. All right. So uh, I was, you know, I'm a social media person. Uh-huh. So I was on um, Instagram earlier today. And, and just to go back on YG's song, right? Have yeah. you seen the video? The video is, no. is placed in, like, uh, it's on a slave plantation, right? right? Yes. And so uh, Charlemagne from, or is that his name? Yeah, that's yeah, Charlemagne right? God. Okay, that's so it. I'm hip still. Thank that's you. Right, okay. <laughs> All right, so he, he was talking about the video and saying, okay, look, that alludes to um, uh, Denmark Vesey. Is right. that his name? Yes. So he was a, he was a former slave who that's won right. the lottery. Right? You yeah. are you familiar with yep. the story? So he okay. he was a former slave who won the lottery and bought his freedom, and he tried to go and purchase his wife and his child. Right, and and uh, they didn't let him. They didn't wow. let him do it. Right, yeah. and so what ends up happening? He was like, "Well, shoot, I'm gonna start a a, a revolution. I'm gonna right. get us right. all together. We're gonna go and uh, start killing people, killing right. you know masters." Right. And somebody somebody went and told their master, right. yeah, <laughs> and killed him. 
and stopped every everything from 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 progressing. Right. Wow. Right? So wow. it does go back. So it goes all the way back to slavery time. Well, we it can goes trace, all trace the way roots back. to slavery. And yes. understand this, too, just bringing up to date here. Nipsey Hussle was just murdered was, in mm, L.A., right? Mm. Yeah. He called a guy an informant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't call a psychopath an informant. You know, I right. respect Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle and all his legacy, but you cannot call a real killer no informant. Right. He, whether he's an informant or not, he's going to come back and kill you. <laughs> Nipsey should have, really I think happened? Nipsey. Went to sleep at the wheel. I don't know if that's the case what yeah. happened, but that's what everybody's saying. Right. And see, Nipsey kind of went to sleep at the wheel. If you're from the streets, you don't do things like that. Right. It's going to definitely, because see, Tupac said it better than I can ever say it. Tupac said the people in the neighborhood, the only difference from people from a distance, they don't live in the area. The, right. the guys in the hood live next door to the killer. Mm-hmm. Right. I grew up in Henry Horner Projects. I seen killing all, all the time in the projects, and you had to go. There's only one or two ways out the projects. If you like an informant in the projects, yeah. they're going to come knock on your door. In bro. a criminal proceeding, yeah. you need mm-hmm. someone to corroborate the evidence, or they right. can't convict that murder, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have to have somebody to testify against that killer. No. Even if you got video. No. You need, no, you need a witness. You, you need a witness. witness. You got to have a witness. Even if they, have video? So Even if they got me. video. So you're telling me if the podcast and police blue light see me shooting, killing the person, they need, uh, they need video or another person. They need somebody to say it was you. What they need, uh, No, well, I'll just be straight. If they got a straight video, it should be Come like on, a clear If they got a straight video, yeah, they got a straight it got to be straight. But, you, but, but, the, but, but listen, but, but, but that's yeah. very rare to have a yeah. straight, straight video right. that shows. Well, hold on. That's very rare, though. Say, so that's I'm very rare. I'm going to tell you the weapons that uh, CPI call them weapons. Okay. They have, okay, they have the, uh, Drone. the shot spot. Shot spotter. Okay, right. they have the blue lights up there. Podcast. Okay, they got the the license plate detector now. Yes, they do. Which also... What do they they have the the technology fingerprint the right. DNA yeah. all these things work in their favor and they, of course they got a little few little informants out there to right. yeah. let them know what's going on and right. some of the game members are informants right because they you know I even had I ain't gonna say this on that but I know <laughs> I know of a brother right uh, calling me from prison asking did I know anything where he could tell. On somebody where he can get his time loose. Oh, right. Jesus. Seriously. Oh, this is so how many? So I Mark. So crime Chester, you always on the scene. Now, how many people? <laughs> I don't know. I ain't trying to pull you. In, Go ahead. But right. you know, how many people have come to you and been like, "Man, I know who did what," and, uh, and, and how do you handle that situation? I tell them to call the police. I'm not the police. I'm, <laughs> see, the thing is, my thing. Right. Right. Listen, lane. listen. Right. Right. I stay in my lane. First of all, I'm right. just a reporter. That's it. I right. play a neutral role. I like yeah. the way he said. I'm just a reporter. I'm just a reporter. Right. No, you know, I'm not a snitch. You right. know what I'm saying? All right. Because right. I mean, seriously. Right. If I was a snitch, I should be dead by now. You know what I'm saying? I right. didn't video so many crimes. Seen. I, it's right. not my job to tell them nobody. All right. Man. So look, listen. Everybody's calling in. Our phone lines blowing Good up. Stuff. Keep Good your stuff. keep your phone. Keep your comments. Uh, uh, please keep your comments to 30 seconds so that we can keep it going because this topic is a hot button topic. 312-374-8130. Uh, give me Chris. What's up, Chris? Talk to me. Hey, what's up, family? Good, great How time. are you? Good, good, good. Thank you. So, in my opinion, worst police force in the nation. Okay. They couldn't even do a bait truck. They couldn't even set people up with a bait truck. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Bait we truck. Got over a bit. Remember last truck. year? Yeah. Last year they failed. It you got the bait truck man right here. So what make you think they're going to solve murders? They don't want to solve murders. Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? They juice the overtime, uh, and they always say, oh, there's good cops. None of the good cops never say, never speak up. And I never see the black <sighs> cops speak up when they see their people uh, brutalized by these uh, ghost skins. 
and please look up that definition of a gold skin. So uh, over a billion dollars in settlements, if you count the, the lawyers involved. Mm. Uh, so we're not getting no bang for our tax dollars. And, you know, they got like these overseers, all the white cops in the black neighborhood, and they don't solve nothing. In the white areas, you know, they got more of a, uh, a connection. In the black areas, they do they do their aid and skate, go back to Mount Greenwood, go back to uh, Edison Park, Northside. It, it's it's they don't care. That's why the numbers you know speak for they speak for themselves, and that we should fire the whole police force, start over. We'll probably have better success rate than that than fifteen, sixteen percent. Say fight. Uh, you say start over, more, fire the whole police force. Janella, what you more, got? More, more Hello, people Chris. under this. More people under this mayor has died under than than than, than people in Afghanistan. <clears throat> Number, numbers were very high under um, uh, other mayors as well. Even, yeah. even Actually, were higher yeah. under Mayor Daley. Go That's ahead, right. Janella. That's What's right. up? So the percentage of African-American and Latino and, and Asian detectives, homicide detectives, is so low right. that it's dominated by white detectives, it is. homicide mm-hmm. detectives. Yep. So that is another factor that in all of this. Factor. You're not going to trust look, the you, white detectives, you look at what, period. You look at what's deep. Yep, you're not going to trust them. All right, uh, give me Chuck. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Give me Natalie. Uh, Natalie on line four. What's up, Natalie? Talk to me. Hello to hello to everyone. First hello. of all, we have got to stop normalizing shooting in our community. Mm-hmm. This is not normal. It is not normal that people are allowed to shoot in public streets. This yep. is not happening in any other community other than ours. We act like, right. you know, it's normal for shooting to be taking place in our communities. And then secondly, two things. Their police, their jobs are contingent on the crime in our community. These people are highly trained, highly paid. There is no excuse whether we are telling on one another or not that their clearance rate isn't more than 15%. This is ludicrous. I agree. They Crime Chase agree with you. <laughs> no excuse, Brother J. Maul, at all. All right. Plus, thank you. Thank you, Natalie. I appreciate it. Go ahead, T.O. Plus, what you, got? you know, uh, black death is a hustle in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It is. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Everybody who, who, making, t- tell the people who are making money, T.O. Everybody making money. Arnie Duncan. You got this other guy, Tenny Gross, <laughs> making $30 million. Arnie Duncan, $80 million. Right. Police Department making millions of dollars. Everybody coming after the shooting, J. Maul. Right. Nobody's stopping no killings because in order to stop a killing, it's going to take confrontation. Right. These guys are not going to put their gun down just because you talk smooth to them. Exactly. And then people playing games out here. Black death is a hustle. Hustle, straight up, it's period. You know, I can debate anybody. Let me just tell you why it's a hustle. That's my theory as an adjunct professor. Yeah. Let me just tell you why. Everybody in the field of violence prevention, even the police department, they put proposals out to the federal government, proposals to funders. You know what they put in their proposals? They would say it's 2,000 students last year, 600 killings, right? And they said they're going to reduce it by 30% the next year. Right. And those people should be getting the money. The victims of the family members of the victims of the violence should be getting the money instead of them organizations. Right. Black death is a hustle, brothers and sisters. So who are, let, let's talk about who are making money. We got people that are uh, claiming they're doing the work. We got yeah. what? Uh, doctors, paramedics, yeah, uh, surgeons, yeah. hospitals, right. uh, uh, non-profit lawyers, organizations. Uh, non-profit organizations. Yeah. 
Uh, who, who all making money? Well, like I said before, you know, Arnie Duncan, $80 million. He got his money from Paula Jobs. She's the wife of Steve Jobs from yeah. Apple. Okay. And, you know, Tenny Gross getting money from all the foundations. He's from, uh, you know, I, I put up a post about him one day, and I say, well, how about him uh, giving me $30 million to set up a program in Tel Aviv, Israel, to stop the Israelis from killing Palestinians? Because right. that's where he's from uh, via Rhode Island. You know, I do my research on people. You right. got another guy, David Kennedy, out of John Jay College. Mm-hmm. This guy here has a David Kennedy experiment project. And so what have they what have right. they? Have they reduced violence at all? Right. You, what know, are, you seen what's it? their progress? No, you don't see no no progress, no data. What happens when the violence is not reduced, what they do is say they need more money to cover more area now. <laughs> so that's what they – I know this. I, I can yeah. back this up by paperwork. I'm not just mm-hmm. talking. Yo, Chuck on Black line De- three. Black death is a hustle, brothers and sisters. What's up, Chuck? Uh, let me say this. This is probably the worst conversation I've ever heard on WVON. You all are asking should people in the black community snitch? If we are a self-loving people, number one, we wouldn't be killing each other left and right. Number two, mm-hmm. when 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 are we going to give our children a peaceful place to live and our seniors a place a peaceful place to live? I mean, this this that's this why it's a good of, conversation to have, Chuck. Right. Well, I mean, but this theory that you know, should we, of course, we should tell them all the answers. All of them. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? Start. Nobody nobody is talking about this nowhere, and and, and that's right. why it had to be. This is a real conversation <laughs> yes. need to be had. Right. Even really when I brought happy. it up, everybody was like, oh, no, shoot, I don't no. want to talk about this. No, this need to be talked about. How do we uh, uh, solve some of the crimes in our city? And we need witnesses to step up. So how do we? How do witnesses feel protected is what we finna get mm-hmm. into. I'm going to go to Brother Jamil real quick, and we're going to go into how do we protect them. Brother Jamil, okay. uh, quick 30 seconds. What's up? Brother Jamil, uh, Jamal, what's going on? What's up, T-O-X? My man. My brother. Well, first of all, not only do we not need snitches, but... <laughs> The fathers and the mothers and the grandmothers, you need to know what's going on in your children's room. Mm. All right. Crime chasers talk about that all the time. Yes. Right. Go in there and look in that room and see why they're in there with that room shut and you hear all that click, clack, click, clack. What's going on? Mm. What they loading up in there? Yeah. Crime chasers talk about that, man. You talk about that a lot. Bro, let me say something. Not only only is um, uh, TOX said that that, um, killing is a crime. I mean, killing is a business for black people. Yeah. So is jails. Yes, oh, I mean, absolutely. It's a, it's a, yeah, the trillion-dollar yeah. industry to yes. keep young black men locked private up in jail. Prison. It's yes. free slavery. Yes, it's free slavery. Exactly what and it one is. One last thing. I, one last thing I want to say is, we got red light, red light cameras on every corner. <laughs> Everybody got a camera out on <laughs> their phone. Right. We can get red lights from anywhere in the world, but why come we can't see who's snatching all these black kids? Right. There you go. That's all right. True. Let me say something, brother. I always tell the parents on safety tip, go in your child's room mm-hmm. and look under the bed, the closet, the shoebox, and do it all. You Exactly, because grandma, yes. grandmama ain't afraid to snitch on you. Grandmama <laughs> say, what you doing with that thing, boy? Go sit yourself down. No, brother, and let so me correct we need you. To, we need to take back to the whole school. Brother, these 30-year-old grandmas, they, 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 you got some 30-year-old grandmas now, and they're not... They not they not cut out like our grandmas was. So, so this a whole different age. I'm sorry, ladies. I love y'all. Y'all know I do. I got four daughters. So <laughs> these new school thirty year old grandmas. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, it's real though. It's real. All right. All right, I appreciate you, Brother Jamil. Uh, once again, uh, 312-374-8130 is uh, the call-in uh, number. But we're going to get back into this conversation. Um, please, once again, keep your, keep your calls to 30 seconds. 
You'll right. be on the line for a little bit. The, the phone lines, <laughs> of course, people want to talk about this. Now, how do we protect? <laughs> now, this is the question. People who do step up and say, I'm going to say something. And I'm going to talk about a personal experience real soon. You know, who, who says, I want to step up and I want to yeah. say something. How do we protect them? What do we do? What did the city do? What did the state do? What did the feds do? Wh- who comes in with funding or programs or yeah. so this witness protection? That's bull crap. Mm-hmm. How do we actually protect them or give the, or incentivize what uh, uh, them to step up and be a witness so that we can get murderers off the street? T.O., what's up? Well, one thing I can tell you people, man, to be honest with you, it's, it's a hardcore question to ask anybody yeah. because there's no real protection. You know, Sammy the Bull, who was one of John Gotti's main soldiers, uh, turns you know tricked on all the mafia people. You know he's still living because he's a killer. He's not concerned about nobody killing him. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this to you: the best solution in the black community dealing with all of this is black folks need to unify. Period. Mm-hmm. We need thirty thousand black men to really hit Chicago real strong and stop the killing. Therefore, nobody goes to jail. Nobody goes to the cemetery. These young brothers need to come to the table and try to iron out their differences. So you have to understand, brother Jamal. When I talked about telling goes all the way back to the plantation because mm-hmm. you had the field brother and the house brother. The field brothers were getting tired of working out in the field, so they started trying to organize against the administration. And then you had somebody in the field that would tell on them so they can get in the house. Mm. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the mindset. Yeah. And it's been going on time and time again and passed down from generation to generation. People are just scared. There's no real faith in the system that would protect you. When you're talking about how do you protect people, yeah. if you step up to the plate and tell on somebody, you have to be willing to protect yourself. You, seriously, you have mm-hmm. to be willing to protect yourself. There's no other answer for that question because, yeah, they can move you somewhere for a little while, but if you're poor, you will come back to the neighborhood. What about the family, T.O.D.? That, well, that's the problem. People are scared because they're thinking about their families. They're thinking about other people that might be in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. That's why people are scared to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. We as black folks have to resolve this issue in our community, bro. Yes, we can sir, play games all day long. We just too divided right now, yeah. brother yeah. J. Ma. But this is our issue that we got to tackle. Yeah, right? we, we have to we, tackle. We, this right. is our issue we got to tackle. See, we should yeah. be we should be uh, 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 sitting yeah. here talking about mm-hmm. how the administration and the state and the uh, 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 the feds and everybody yeah. neglected these communities and they're right. breeding these criminals. Exactly. Right. Exactly. There's a root cause, and we need to figure out a way that we can hold them accountable for mm-hmm. their part that they played. Knock it down the project. Giving them vouchers, spreading them out, putting them in rival territories, putting them in areas that are impoverished, not investing in these neighborhoods, not giving them jobs. Right. Uh, uh, and, and, and you go to jail and you definitely not getting a job. But then uh, uh, we sitting here saying, let's lock up everybody who's who's doing the crime or right. selling drugs or, or in survival mode mm-hmm. when we should be uh, uh, actually ha- uh, addressing the root causes. That's what we need to talk about. We're not unified enough mm-hmm. to put forth that agenda. But yeah. we. People like me, people like T.O., people like Janella, people like Crime Chaser, we are all on the, the, the front lines every single day. Yeah. Uh, I got my young interns right, right. here. We're going to pull in the young guys That's right. after the in. break. All right, okay. we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. Keep listening. We got more coming up next on the Bomb Radio Show. You know what? I don't want to open up a business anymore. No bank will accept me. Well, that's going to change with CNI. Who's CNI? Well, they're not a traditional lender. Their goal is to help you start up. As long as you have a great idea and willing to work hard. Well, I'm ready. Well, let me get you the $50,000 you need today to start your business. CNI is ready for you. If you want help with your business too, go to cnimfg.org. That's cnimfg.org. Let's hang out. 
What you want to do? I don't know. Let's go to the club. Uh, I ain't in the mood for that. Let's go to a bar. We did that last week. Well, we can do something chill, like a hookah lounge. Yeah. Everybody been talking about that place called Mr. Hookah. Mr. Hookah? Where's that? Hold on. Let me get the address. That's up north. It's at 5005 West Lawrence. They open seven days a week, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. And it's BYOB. They said it's the best smoke in the shop. All right, let's go. Do you want to start a business but don't know the first steps? Are you an entrepreneur looking to expand? Or were you like me? Had a rocky credit history keeping you from achieving the American dream? Or are you just an individual wondering how to navigate our economy? Well, no matter your situation, Majesty Financial has a plan for you. Our trained professionals can help with financial literacy, credit development, business resources, and more. We will jumpstart your business and get you the capital that you need. Visit our website at majestyfinancial.com. That's M-A-J-O-S-T-E-E, financial.com. And learn how to make the most of tomorrow today. In the first 10 days of April alone, at least 88 people were shot in the city of Chicago, 20 of them fatal. Our city has become a battleground for misguided people who have no hope, but it doesn't have to stay that way. It's time for us to join in the fight. Pastor Corey Brooks and Project Hood are launching a campaign to help bring change to our city, but they need our help. The South Side is in need of a community center to help provide resources and opportunity for our people. Visit www.projecthood.org. That's www.projecthood.org to donate and learn more about our project. And remember, it's up to us to change the landscape of our city. Let's build Chicago. Do you know how easy it is for your voice to get lost in courtroom injustice? Major forces using their power to silence you? Well, find your voice with the Parikh Law Group. Founded in 2010, the Parikh Law Group moves away from the traditional notions of law firm practice to innovative, personalized, and results-driven solutions. They have uplifted the voices of clients in cases concerning discrimination, immigration, corporations, and election law. Call the Parikh Law Group today to receive a complimentary strategy session regarding your legal needs at 312-725-3476. Once again, that's 312-725-3476. The Parikh Law Group will make sure your voice is heard. What's up? It's J. Mar Green, and you're listening to The Bum Radio Show every Friday from 9 to 12. Now, how you bumming? Gotta walk it like you're talking. All right, um, we back uh, on the Bum Radio Show with a great thing about speaking the truth is you don't gotta memorize it. We talking about this um, uh, uh, hot button topic, um, and you know we're 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 really addressing violence in the communities, mm-hmm. and we always talk about 
are holding the system accountable. People like T.O. here, Janella, and Crime Chase, we always fighting the system. And we always say, man, we need more resources. We need uh, better schools. We need mental health facilities. Uh, uh, we need jobs and, and careers and trades and, um, you know, things that they've been neglecting many years. But today, we're talking about how do we get the communities involved to help solve these killings? Because what you have is in the criminal justice system, there must be a, a, a witness that corroborates what happens in most murders, right? Technology, if it's not a clear-cut video of somebody shooting somebody, or DNA. you need, or, or, or DNA, or other pieces of evidence that really helps them, you need witnesses to corroborate stories. So, we hate to use the word snitch, right? right? Because that, that word is, is just has such a negative connotation. But how do you get people involved in the communities to say, you know what, I'm finna step out there. But they're going to risk their lives. So that means that the the, the city and and agencies, they need to be protecting them. How do we protect them? Let me say this. Go ahead, and then we're going to bring on some young people. Let's quit giving CPD uh, excuses for not solving crime. You know, we don't get them When we call 911, that's snitching. Simple as that. Mm. I seen a young man... He had a. He was that's not snitching high. unless that you is. testify. No, 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 that's, no. That's, no. Uh, Listen, I hold CPD accountable. Yeah, no, Let's no, be no. honest. Come on. If you don't testify that you saw something, it's not considered snitching. Oh, first on of all, let me say something. Call. Let me just say something. That's a process in everything. You can't. You you can't uh, have food. You have to fix the food first. That's a process. The first process is I identified this crime, the height, okay. weight. And the description of the person right. and what they was driving. So once they That's get them, the they need you to come to court and and, and get on the on, on the booth. You know that, correct? They can't use a nine one one call and say, "Oh, you said in a nine one one call." If that person comes forward and then they they go to that person and say, "Yo, we need you to tell what happened," and that person say, "I ain't snitching because I don't trust y'all." That person is going to walk. Am I right, T.O.? That's correct. Okay. Every day in America. It happens all the time. Happens every day. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you, you can call the police all you want, right. but if you don't testify in court, you can't convict them. Ain't nothing happening. Ain't nothing happening. Period. So that's just the truth. Crime so you tell And me, I hold the hold police on, account. You know, I, I'm the, ho- the ho- biggest on. one. Now, so ahead. you guys telling me, if I call the police and the police need me to testify, I don't testify, they that, don't let that, that per- criminal. Yes. You that have, person you is walking. You don't have a witness. Right. So if they, if they catch Which happens in, 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 mo- in the most cases. I mean, you got, you got the cell phone technology. They can put this person in a place. You can get convicted on circumstantial information. Circumstantial. Yes, you can. Every, every and case most is, is different. And guys, and yeah. black people know that's the T.O. You can witness to me. Most brothers is not going to no jury trial because they know what's going to happen. Which They're is why. Mm. Nah, yeah, a lot but, of but, plea but yeah. a lot of people plea bargain. Oh, yeah. Even though they, they got know. most cases. Files, but just some yeah. comic relief, Bernie Mac, the late yeah. comedian Bernie Mac said, yeah. if he some, sees somebody kill a kid, he's going to trick in alphabetical order. Right. That's what Bernie <laughs> said. He's going to be jumping up in the court. Oh, hey, 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 I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> alphabetical order. I just want to put that out there. Jared, find that clip for me. All right. Uh, <laughs> I got Chief Chief on the line. Uh, Chief, what's up? Talk to me. Line one. What's up? This your brother, J-Mar. How you What's going on, Chief? How you feeling? I'm good, man. man My question to, me. to you guys is, how can you trust a system that's never been fair to us mm. for us to cooperate with a system that's never been fair to us? Mm. Um, also, my thing with the code of stop snitching, I think it's all just ignorance, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Um, I think we have to go into a place where we have to trust in each other and start Back, go back to the times when we were policing our own communities. Mm. Um, you you can't ask the streets to break a code when the same people that they depend on have a code of their own. Right. Yeah. There you go. 
and behave in the same manner as the same thugs that we are all against. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it becomes a real deep-rooted issue. Now, I can give you an example of what I'm talking about. Like, a lot of y'all sure remember when the young brother, uh, Jojo, the little rapper, got killed. Um, what the police did in certain areas where they were putting his music on the speakers in their cars and riding through the rival gangs' neighborhoods and throwing up gang signs as if it was a joke. How can our young people trust these people? That's my question to you guys. Hey, Where do it stop? That's good. Good question. Uh, I, hey, I hey that's it? great. Let me, let me, let me, uh, that's, that's, that's one of my brothers right there, y'all, who, from the streets. And, wow. and, okay. and so his, his statement is real. Mm-hmm. How do we, from the streets, who, right. you know what I'm saying, how do we trust people? That's how do we trust about. the people that got their right. own code? Police officers are their own code. Exactly. They, just like they filed the false release reports for Jason Van Dyke. Yes. Right. We yes. have police officers who got Absolutely. their own code. So how do we trust them knowing that they'll turn around and say that I snitched just to get me killed because they don't care about me? Absolutely. And then also keep in mind, keep in mind the, um, the paperwork that goes into the documents mm-hmm. that are filed when you go and actually uh, as a witness yeah. say I saw this some of that information is is you know anybody could see right. right so that means if you're not fully protected as a person who's going in going to tell mm-hmm. on someone I hate to use that but that's what it is right? right then you're not protected your name and your 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 address and everything can be on those documents but here here's the thing I was speaking on earlier the demographics of homicide detectives and yeah, you can speak to that's this, true right, right. so which if, is why we don't trust them because they'll turn around and say but, that you snitch because but, but the demographics no, right. are they don't yeah. look like us right so you're in so our neighborhoods yes, talking so. about would these you homicides. would you be a detective uh, no, I'm not having no interest in being no detective. That's not an interest of mine. I think I'm okay where I'm at right yeah, now. Yeah, I just play around. But we're going to get the young okay. brother in, man. Right. You know, right. If you're a man, bro, you'll get him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah young people. All yeah, right, yeah. y'all. We, let's yeah. get y'all in, man. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me. I you agree. know, Jalen, we got my, 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 my two interns at the building, yes, Jalen and so DJ So Icy. All right, man. Jalen, 16. Cool. Uh, uh, so Icy, 19. All right, so do you do, would you if you see something in your community, would you would, would you snitch or or I don't like to use the word, but would you tell on somebody or are you gonna fear for your life? Come on, talk to me. I'm gonna fear for fear for my life because you know it's not safe, you know, telling on uh you know I mean everybody in the streets, everybody in the neighborhood know who did it, right? And you know, it's pretty much set in stone that it's kind of gonna get solved or whatever. I don't know, but anyways, I'm not trusting a, a police department that's made. To keep me where I'm at and keep my people where where we are impoverished, right? Like the whole system. He, I remember. Uh, I think he said that it's made or whatever. It's made to uh, keep us where we are, right? And I'm not trusting. Uh, you know, you ain't trusting that system. It's, it's not. It's not even built for justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Talk so, to me. It's a good point. So to piggyback on what he said, the the justice system. If you break down the word, just us. It's talking about us. Just us, the people. So, in my opinion, I wouldn't say I wouldn't necessarily go and cooperate with them. I'm saying that we should change the whole structure and the just us system. Mm. Because there's certain countries nowadays, certain pedophiles getting caught with kids and stuff, kidnapping, killings, whatever. They're taking it to their own hands. They're stoning pedophiles yeah. to death in front of the whole community, mm. taking mm. it to their own hands. Yeah. So, why me as an individual? Say, for instance, my brother died or my, uh, say, for instance, hypothetical, I had a son and he got murdered. And I have to go cooperate with the police, but the police is turning around, killing us, sixteen shots in the street. 
Why would I go cooperate with somebody who wants to keep us down? And they're getting off with it. They're getting like 18 months and stuff. They're yeah. only getting a few months when they kill us. So why would I go to the predator on our community when we ask the community to take it in our own hands? Because there's certain organizations. You look at the Black Panthers back then. They was trying to protect our own community. Yes, sir. Gangs weren't even like this back then. If you look at uh, Francis Blood, it stands for Brotherly Love Overrides Oppression and Destruction. That was the whole concept, protecting their own communities. It's happening in their own hands. But what did they do? They shut down the whole Black Panthers organization, mm. incriminating our people, starting the war on drugs, and making these gangs to something that it wasn't supposed to be. These are young people, yes. y'all. These are young good, people. Good. Powerful. Good. Come on, y'all. Good. These are the interns on the Bum Radio Show here with us every yeah. week. All right, so T.O., come on. Respond yeah, no, to that, good, man. No, it's good. To get, young get these young said, people some hope. Oh, without a doubt, because what the young brother said, and I'll get to the other young brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, contrary to popular belief, if all the gangs in Chicago would actually uh, abide by their doctrine, abide by their literature, mm-hmm. there would not be any killings in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their literature does not dictate for them to kill each other. It talks yeah. about blood, loyalty, respect, and all that kind of stuff. Justice for all. So the bottom line is that we've been tricked with the failed war on drugs. Mm-hmm. The brother talked about the history of the Black Panther Party. Uh, Bobby Seals, Huey P. Newton, Fred Hampton Jr., Mark Clark. Those were some stand-up brothers at yeah. a day and time when most guys were weak. These guys stood up for real. Right. Now, some of the issues, like the young brother said, you know, like a lot of people are not going to step up, J. Maul, because they just don't have no faith in the system. I agree. The only way we're going to stop all this craziness in our community, I have to say it for the, for the last time, we need 30,000 brothers right now in Chicago to hit the streets of Chicago, not to talk down to the young brothers, to reach them young brothers and see what it's going to take to help them stop killing one another, bring them it's to the table of peace. It's, that's what I'm talking about. It's going to take us. Therefore, nobody goes to the cemetery. Nobody goes to prison. Now, it's now, up to black folks to do now, that. Now, he talked about in other yeah. countries, they take it in their own hands when somebody do something. So yeah. do you, do you see, do, do, we, do we now have to go back mm-hmm. to or go to uh, a structure that <laughs> other countries have of taking yeah, right. these things in our own hands but then we're risking the system taking those people. Yes, right? sir, and that's what I'm talking about. I appreciate uh, the young brother saying I was going to go there, yeah. like in India, if you rape somebody, yeah. or if you kill somebody, the, the whole village come knock on your door. Right. That's a whole different scenario there. You see, yeah. now we're in America. We have to abide by the laws of the land. Mm-hmm. That's why I say we. It's, it's something black. See, the Italians not killing each other like they used to. The Mexicans are not killing each other in Chicago like they used to. Mm-hmm. The Irish not killing each other like they used to. It's only black people killing each other. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of the students may be other people killing our people. We have to put that in. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right now we're kind of behind in the times when it comes down to us stopping the killing. Right. Because it's not gangs like it used to be. It's yeah. not an interpersonal conflict. Right. It's not a like right. issues. You know, I don't like you. You don't like me. Right. You talk to my girl. You talk to my girl. Yeah. Look, young brother want to say something. Yeah. I yeah. Say one more thing because that really that was a good point that you made because I'll take it a step further. It's like when we get killed, a baby, say a baby gets killed, a black baby gets killed. By another race, mm-hmm. say a white man murders like five children. What we'll do, we'll go to church and pray about it and don't do nothing about it. Not, no justice gets served Ooh. and everything Ooh. Everything just <laughs> he falls brought, apart. He brought religion in this. Now, it's not a call in now in 312-374-8130. Now, somebody just commented on Facebook Live. I'm going to grab this comment since yes. it just cop- popped up. And it said, encourage Chicago youth to join the police department to change the demographics. Would you be a police officer or no, a detective? I'll police my own uh, community. Okay. Would you be a police officer so I... Well, okay. let me say something. Crime chaser, uh, would you be a police officer? Black people are crime chaser. for the job. Crime chaser. No. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just add this if you don't mind. Yeah. Go, I just go say ahead. to everybody in the public, 
you know, you do have a lot of good police out there. We're not going to bash the entire yes, police department. Are. I just want to make that clear. But at the same time, there's a bigger problem. It's like the elephant in the room. Right. This is here something that's that culture. Wants, but this yeah. is something people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Back in 1919, not like I was there, <laughs> but you know, yeah. in 1990, you had the Chicago race riot. Right. Mm-hmm. Where the Irish people were killing black folks anytime they got ready to. Right. But the same Irish people that stopped killing black folks became the police, the prosecutors, and the judges. Right. So for over 100 years in Chicago, we've had Irish controlled gang banging in the police department. I agree. And the mayor's office, nobody wants to talk about it. The corruption has been and going on. Justice and then this is another so, problem. Black police officials have continued to overlook the deeds of their, you know, like associates, their colleagues. They never really spoke up. You see, so right now things are turning. See, a lot of people that have won office, I'm not even going to name nobody now, but a lot of people that have won political office lately, it's a, it's, it's a, a direct result of all the activities yeah. that we organize. Yeah. A direct result of us marching on Michigan Avenue, yeah. marching in the hood. Mm-hmm. It's a direct yeah. result of us speaking truth to power. Mm-hmm. Nobody would be in office right now, the new people, if we did not stand up, Jamal. That you know that. That's true. Yeah. And that's the God honest truth. That's the God honest truth. So, so that goes, remember the first caller <coughs> that, that said, uh, look up the definition ghost skin. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. All right. So what is mm-hmm. ghost skin? A ghost skin is a, a white supremacist who who. Uh, walks around like a normal re- uh, yes. citizen, right? Who's actually tied to white supremacy, mm-hmm. or is it a KKK, or it is some type of organization like that? And he's absolutely right. There are a lot of them who were handed down these right. Uh, right. Um, doctrines, if you will, exactly. on on how to hate right. and how to beef up your white supremacy, right? And they are lawyers, and they are doctors, so and they are police officers. They are detectives in every single mm-hmm. different category that you right. could be a detective in. Yeah, and they are operating every single day and they're writing laws and they're writing policies yeah. but 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 again we got to go back to who's killing us right it's us no majority yes it is majority yes it is crime chaser got a conspiracy theory so go ahead oh i want to hear this go ahead crime chaser go and say go ahead how could we dare say we have a 15 percent clearance rate where nobody can call, we blame it on other black people. We just assume mm-hmm. it because it's happening in the black community. Another black person is doing it. Okay, that's what we're assuming. So, do you think that's that there? Are, you, you, that's do logic. You, do you okay. think there are certain? We just haven't caught any. But do you think there are certain encounters where there there may be someone outside of the community or someone a part of the system that ha, has played a part? Yes, I agree. Yes, I yeah, agree. Th- yeah. Is that what you believe? Yeah, I believe. Okay. And I'm hoping, hopefully, I can improve it. I can prove that one day, hopefully. Okay. All right. So, uh, T.O. Yes, indeed. So, what do we have, uh-huh. what do we ask of the incoming, I, you know, I have the area of the administration. Right. Right? What do we ask of the incoming administration mm-hmm. to set, to, to, to um, help us to, mm-hmm. cha- to raise this clearance rate? Or uh, uh, help change the communities or, or reduce violence? What do you think they need? Well, I say this first and foremost. Uh, the new mayor, Lori Leifert, mm-hmm. I would like to recommend to her that she uh, bring people to the table that are not part of the good old boy system here Absolutely. in Chicago. Right. Yes. Bring some new voices to the table. Yes. Take a chance on independent voices. Yeah. Yes. Don't just have the same usual, usual suspects at the mm-hmm. table. I guess. So I, I definitely believe in Part that in because tongue, if they the haven't gun. got the job done in all this time, why would you have them at the table? Right. Yeah. Bring some more younger brothers and sisters to the table as well. These 
young brothers and sisters dealing with this stuff out there. Yeah. You know, like, and that, that's what I would recommend to Lori Lightford because right. a lot of times we go at who's popular, right. who's talking a good game. And you know, and I know, every time somebody yeah, yeah. gets killed, it becomes a circus in the media. Yep. Everybody mm-hmm. talking about what they're going to do next after somebody already got killed. Exactly. Where was you at when they fired the bullet? There you go. Mm-hmm. Where was you at? You know what I mean? Talk, you received right. $80 million. Are like you out there on 63rd and Hall City 2 in the morning right. talking somebody down? Yeah. And the reason you can't talk a guy down from killing somebody because if you don't know him, you're going to get shot. Right. You could talk a person. I was out on the streets one day with a serious community activist, right? Yeah. A brother was over there. That he was in the house. He ended up killing himself. I told the community activist, let's go in there and talk to the brother. You know what that man told me? Right. No, no, that's what you do, brother. I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> you know, that's what you wow. do. You hear that's me? Crazy. I'm just being straight up with that's you. That's crazy. So, but the point I'm making, quit faking, pump faking with the exactly. people. See, you know, I'm that's an independent right. voice, and I work mm-hmm. for myself basically, and I'm not so caught up with people scared to deal yeah. with me because they say they can't control me. You know, right. I ran for governor to show black folks that we we had a black man on the ballot for governor. Absolutely. And then somebody told me the other day I was too pro-black. How can you be pro-black? Right. How can you really be pro-black when I see my community ain't got yeah. nothing? I'm just being straight up with Real you here. Talk. So the only thing I would like to do is recommend to Lloyd Lifer to basically get new independent voices to the table. Take a chance on somebody that other people don't like. Right. Mm-hmm. Just don't do nothing politically correct. Right. I'll say the same thing to the governor and everybody. Right. Take a chance on other people that have a I voice agree. that's not going to be a yes man to you. Right. Because right now, it's business as usual. Mm-hmm. Over 600 murders last year, over 700 murders in 2018, all right? Yeah. In 2017. Yeah. 2018, 2018, yeah, over 600. The beat goes on. Yeah. In the late 70s, the 80s, you almost had 1,000 murders. In the 90s, you almost had 1,000 murders. Well, it was right. at 1,000. In Chicago, yeah. we were at 1,000. So they played a numbers game, Jamal. And this is the last thing I want to say. Even with the police department, let's say in the month of February of this year, they may have had like 28 or 30 homicides, and compared to last year, they might have had 35, so they said they got five less, right. a major reduction. Right. Mm. Quit playing games with the people, man. That's yeah. all and I'm then, saying. And then yeah. they, they want to praise, like, yeah, that's our, what I'm talking about. our yeah. numbers is low. <laughs> 2% reduction. That's 2% right. reduction. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> Johnson, Eddie Johnson just did one of them, didn't I know he did. He, right. he preached about it a lot. Right. Our numbers right. are lower than, than last year. It's a numbers but, game. But it's bullcrap but because the numbers just go up and let, down let me say uh, uh, based on the time and based on the season that's and the weather. Right. That's right. why because I, ain't no, there is no real, uh, right. uh, 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 no real solutions being had in these communities. Let, That's let what me go ahead. Something. What we're lacking in our community as well, mm-hmm. we're lacking to. We have to document these murders, man. We have mm-hmm. to. We had to have. Uh, we had to log them and things like that. Every yeah, so many. Every yes. murder have been done in the city of Chicago. I got documentation. I know of. you do. Yeah. Okay. I'm just telling. Good. You. So we're That's relying good. on the system. To tell us how many got killed, comparison. Every year, this is what they do. Every year, they say, "Well, we went three days without somebody getting killed." Mm-hmm. One year, I bust them. They lie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we have to keep up with these records. They manipulate this, and we believe mm-hmm. everything they tell us. Give you an example, mm-hmm. like what the early this morning with the carjacking. Yes. Yeah. Now you telling me somebody bumped into you, mm-hmm. they got out of the right. car and tell you to give them the keys, you shot them in the I head. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Come on now. Uh, you, right. That, like, right. Something's not right. Something's right. not. Something's something. Right. But what we do know is a murder. We know somebody right. got shot in the head. Yeah. That's a fact. So the story, it, it, it don't But Crime right. Chaser, we need, we talked about we needing a, a change in demographic and a detective division. Yes. We need people like you who may have the trust in the community to be a detective to help solve crime. I'm too old. I'm 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> They want them young bucks like here, you know. So we need we need y'all, you know what I mean? Yeah. We got we have somebody on here that's really pushing but, y'all of the police. I mean, right. the reason why I said no, I wouldn't be I a police officer no. because <laughs> I look at them as a sense as a group or a gang. Because for instance, I've drove past traffic stops. It even happened to me. 
when it's a traffic stop, it's seven, eight more police officers, and they need backup in that sense. And if one officer does something, all the officers gonna do the same thing. So it's just like, okay, how y'all really protecting the serve when all y'all just wanna do is, okay, let's all beat them together, let's all shoot them together. Why not other officers saying, no, let's stop doing this, let's talk to him another way. That's why I wouldn't necessarily join the police force. What I would join is some, if the mayor approves, um, organizations building up again and actually helping the community, like big organizations such as not, probably like the Black Panthers, but not in that sense. But I'm saying something like that where, like yeah. you said, 30,000 of us come together. Yeah. But what happens every time when a, a big group of us comes together, they always shoot it down, and that's the problem. So yes. they dismantle all of us it. come yeah. together, yeah. we wouldn't necessarily have to depend on the police and stuff. We would be governed. We got to unify. But that's such a, that's such a, that's it such a, it's, it's really so, good. it sounds good, it but sounds it's so unrealistic it right now, really, right? Yeah, really it's so unrealistic. Yeah. No, well, talk to me yeah. about this because we uh, only got a couple minutes left. Okay. Um, how do we protect them? Do we need a, a fund for uh, or better witness protection, or do we need to incentivize and, and pay witnesses who turn who who will testify? Uh, or you know, how do we protect people who are being witness? So there are we got a fifteen percent clearance rate, so that means that there are people who will testify. Mm-hmm. But how do we protect those witnesses uh, um, from going back to, to their same neighborhood? It's hard, uh, J. Maul, because have, they have family members. It's not just mm-hmm. about the witness. It's about the extended their family. family. Yeah. 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 People yeah. kill their family members. It happens yeah. all the time. So it's very, very, it's, it's, it's too sensitive of a topic, actually. Yeah, because, you know, if you don't have no money, you know, poor community, working class, <coughs> black community, they move you for two or three months. Somebody didn't kill your little nephew. They didn't kill your cousin. Yeah. You kill somebody. It's, it's just hard. That's let, all. Let, me, yeah. say yeah. This. let me just say this, yeah. and I hope I don't sound too graphic. Okay. I said it earlier. Young youngster, young black man, if you have a criminal background and you get shot down in the street, especially in these poor communities, they are not going to do right. a thorough investigation. I'm sorry. They they have the attitude that is a waste of taxpayers' dollars. Now, is this are you is this something that you're saying that's Factual? Factual. Oh, that's factual, okay. without a doubt. They're not investigating them or killing Factual. Plus, Eddie Johnson did go online and say when the two women were found dead on the west side, stuffed in a garbage can, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. this is what he oh, said. Man. He said they had risky lifestyles. And they, they were, were running the streets, prostitutes and yeah, drug addicts. Now we got 51 women killed yeah. under mysterious circumstances, yeah. and there appears to be a pattern. Mm-hmm. There could I, be a serious I, 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 held, I held Eddie accountable for that, and he apologized I, I to remember the families and, I know. and, and to yeah. the public, because I, I called him on it. Yes. Said, you can't say stuff right. like that. How you the superintendent of police and, and doing it but but let me let me say this we we gotta we gotta wrap up i want to okay. first uh thank you to t.r harder man and yes. thank you to crime chaser right. for hanging Let's with me even though he ain't want to, to he ain't want to talk about this topic right. <laughs> um but this is this is real people yeah. we are in a crisis this is you know we talk about mass shootings in this country when a mass shooting mm-hmm. happened it's all over national news but six people seven people what was it how many people shot at the baby shower uh, uh, six, like six, six, six people, people were shot yeah. at a baby shower. That's a mass shooting. Four, but 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 they but they didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't uh, they didn't cover that as a mass shooting. Why? Mm-hmm. It's because they say, well, it's just a no, another murder. Another we normalize these murders. Right. We we think it's just another shooting, yes, and we're going about our lives. We don't want to snitch. We don't want to talk to the police and the police officers. Mm-hmm. They don't care. 
because they don't come from our communities and they don't really care about you know it's it's hard to say but it's the truth you know a lot of the police officers and detectives just like she said the demographics don't even fit us they don't even care they there to get their paycheck mm-hmm. and they they y'all don't want to snitch it. who gives a damn we go on to the next killing yes. we have to unify in our communities we must hold the system accountable to make sure they doing what they're supposed to do and investing in our communities and getting us jobs and getting these people off the streets mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we got a long way to go yes. and they're going to be five 600 killings for another what 30 years before we actually get to a solution and it's sad to say but it's the truth all All right right, so we we you gotta we got five seconds crime chaser what you got to say wake up chicago